Hey, good morning, and thank you for joining in to West Online this 5th of July. I hope that this message finds you having a great holiday weekend. I hope if you took some time off on Friday on the 3rd or whether it was yesterday, I hope you had a chance to do something fun and bring life to what I think might right now be sort of a weary soul. We find ourselves still in the midst of a pandemic. And I think back in March when this all started, we uh, all hoped that it would be over by now, and, and it isn't. And so this morning on this holiday weekend, what I wanted us to do is talk for a few minutes about about the holiday itself and what does it mean to us and who are we, perhaps as people who are interested in knowing more about love or following Jesus, I want us to look at that for just a few minutes. My name is Andrea Smith. I'm the pastor of West, and it is a, a crazy time to be a pastor, but it's probably, in my opinion, one of the coolest jobs ever. And if you are checking out West for the first time today, we are very grateful that you have chosen to spend your time with us. We want you to let us know that you are here, whether you're newer to West or if you are a, a longtime West person, type your name in the chat room. Uh, we love to know that you are a part of the West community. We love to know that you are uh, with us this morning, and so type your name in the chat room. At the end of worship, we are going to announce a, a giveaway. It's our last Sunday that we are doing this. It's, we're giving away an Alexa, and uh, we have questions that Alexa can't answer. Today's question is, what does freedom and justice for all really mean? And the reason Alexa can't answer that question is because it means something individually to each of us. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning. So let us know that you're here in the chat room. Type your name. And this morning, we're just going to dive right in. I want you to take a look at this image. Most likely, uh, at some point, whether it was this year or not, uh, because of COVID-19 and the pandemic, but probably at some point in your life, you have been a part of Fourth of July festivities, and they looked a little like this. On the 4th of July, we all like to party and enjoy time with our friends and maybe our families, and you know, there's a reason we have this holiday. It is... Uh, the holiday that we celebrate our freedom and our independence. And, you know, those, those words that are at the end of our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible. And then the phrase that I want us to look at today, with liberty, freedom, and justice for all. So what does that mean? We're going to look at that for just a few minutes, and I think the answer of what that means comes to us in Scripture. So I want you to take a look with me at this passage from the Gospel of Luke. Take a look. Jesus returned to Galilee, powerful in the Spirit. This is after he had been tested and tempted in, in the wilderness. News that Jesus was back spread through the countryside, and he taught in their meeting places to everyone's acclaim and pleasure. So everybody was really happy that he was there. He came to Nazareth then, where he had been reared, where he grew up. And as he always did on the Sabbath, he went to the meeting place. So basically, he went to their version of church. When he stood up to read, he was handed the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. Unrolling the scroll, he found the place where it was written, God's Spirit is on me 
God has chosen me to preach the message of good news to the poor. God has sent me to announce pardon and freedom to prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind. God has called me and anointed me to set the burdened and the battered free and to announce this right now, right here, is God's year to act. Now after Jesus read that, he rolled up the scroll he handed it back to the assistant, and he sat down. All eyes in the church, in the synagogue, in the meeting place, all eyes were on him. This morning, I want us to remember that also all eyes are on us, not as a group or anything like that, but as just a group of humanity. It is important for us to remember that eyes are on us all the time. We don't even know who they are, who's watching, who's listening. But all eyes are on us. And we were so willing this weekend to celebrate our freedom. And that we live in, in a nation where we do have so many different freedoms. We're quick to call out when we feel like our freedom is being infringed upon. Uh, probably none of us, and this is a little controversial, but just bear with me for a second. None of us, you know, really like are living and enjoying and thriving on wearing face masks. But as we've been told uh, over and over again for a consistent uh, period of time now that face masks actually can help stop the spread of covid and it's not necessarily for the one that is wearing it. It's actually for the others because you can be a carrier of COVID and, and not even realize it and not even realize that you're sick until perhaps you've spread it to so many different people. I can't tell you the number of times scrolling through social media I see, you know, how wearing masks is infringing on our constitutional rights. We're so quick to call out when we feel like our freedom is being infringed upon. But how quick are we? to act and make sure that we are being voices and advocates for freedom, for, as our Pledge of Allegiance says, for all people. I had the opportunity to meet with Stan Moore uh, this week. You'll see a picture of him. Stan has a unique perspective. He is the leader of the Law Enforcement Academy at CPCC and uh, work, does his, his very best to raise up great leaders in law enforcement. Stan also is a, a sergeant in the police force. And so he also, as you can see, is an African-American gentleman. So Stan brings this perspective to the table that I believe we can all learn from. As he and I were talking this week, we talked about the importance of not letting liberty and justice for all just sort of going back to the wayside. In the past several weeks as a church, we have talked about how important it is racial, racial equality and justice for all people. And we are recognizing that our friends that are black or African-American find themselves in, in this season of life truly feeling oppressed and victimized and there are examples of that whether we want to admit it or not and that's part of our white privilege uh, whether we want to admit that or not 
And so Stan and I were talking about, okay, so how do we not let the passion for the movement of Black Lives Matter, how do we not let it just go away? And it just resonated with me on this weekend that we celebrate freedom and justice for all. So I wanted to ask us just to think about some things just just for a few moments. So Stan and I were talking about how there's really two things that get in the way, or, or at least two things that get in the way of us embracing uh, justice for all people. And it is the stamp or the stereotype that we put on other people. So when Josh and I were getting ready for worship this morning, we decided that uh, we talked about the different stereotypes that we have. And when you say words, it's like word association. When you say a word, you know, our brains automatically think of something. So I want to show you, we uh, did some Google searches and we came up with some images that when you see a word, this is what Google introduced. So we want you to take a look at the word that you see on your screen. You're going to hear me say it. And I just want you to own whatever comes in your mind immediately. Okay, let's go. Pregnant teenager. Gypsy. A homeless man. A gay couple. An alcoholic. A drug addict. Prostitutes. Ivy League graduates. CEO, and a Muslim, and poor. There is such a thing as, and we don't have time to get into it this morning, but there is such a thing as implicit bias. And we all, whether we want to admit it or not, have stamps that we put on things and on people and stereotypes. The words that we shared with you just now, they're all different kinds of stereotypes. And so often when we have a stereotype, we uh, associate it with a negative thing. And prejudice is the same way. When Jesus came into his ministry, I mean, he, the passage that I read with you, read for you or with you just a few minutes ago, uh, this is right after he had had this amazing aha moment with the Holy Spirit and he felt empowered and he was ready. And so he comes into the Sabbath and the sacred meeting place and they hand him the scroll of Isaiah who was a prophet to the Hebrew people. And Jesus is feeling this. He's feeling the power and the presence of the Spirit. And he's like, okay, this moment, it's right here. It's right now. The Spirit, the Spirit of God is upon me to preach the good news to all people, the gospel, the good news and to 
proclaim uh, and provide freedom from those who are enslaved and who are burdened and to let people be free. And then he sat down and said, this right now, this is all being achieved and it's all coming to fruition in and through me. And then we read that all eyes were on him and they were and they stayed on him for the rest of his ministry. People didn't like what he did. He challenged the norms. He broke all the rules. He healed on the Sabbath. He let, we talked about prostitutes, he let a prostitute wash his feet with her tears. That really sent the religious people on edge. But he didn't care. He was willing to be bold and courageous. And so many times I think we want this picture of a white, you know, calm, peaceful Jesus with the lambs coming up to him and he's holding the lambs in his arms or the little children around him. And and certainly he was a place of perfect peace. But he also was a place and a person who challenged all the people to provide liberty and justice for all. We say that's who we are. We party on the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of July like that's who we are. But is it how we act and how we live each and every day? What are you doing? What am I doing to preach and feed the poor not just poor in physical stature, but poor in spirit. And what are we doing to confront the shackles that bind so many? And what are we doing to set people free? The time is now, and all eyes are on us. We have this amazing promise as followers of Christ and worshipers of God or divine love that uh, even when our world feels like it's crumbling, we've been given all that we need to confront and live into and through all things. The worst things are not the last things. We have that promise. But there is a responsibility that goes along with receiving that promise And that is to use our gifts and our power and our actions to make a difference in the lives of the others, to ruffle some feathers and to make some waves. We live as a people that are free, liberty and justice for all. It's time we claim it, and it's time we live it. Will you join me? Will you pray with me? Gracious God, We are grateful that we are a people of freedom, and it's fun to celebrate that and live into that. But God, there is a responsibility. And right now, the days are still the same. We still have friends that are feeling oppressed and victimized. And God, there are so many different mindsets and stereotypes and stamps that we need to confront and change. Will you convict us that that is what we need to do and show us ways and pathways that we can live into being your people And we can provide for those in need. We offer ourselves to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
So thank you for joining in today. Watch the chat room box. We are getting ready to announce to you the winner of the Alexa. Next week, we are going to start talking about emotions. It seems that we are all on edge. So we are going to talk about the way that we think and the ways that we feel and how does that impact our behaviors and what does faith say about all that. So I hope you'll uh, join in with us next week. We're going to look at that movie Inside Out that was produced by Pixar uh, several, several years ago. It's a great movie. It's a powerful lesson and so we're going to look at that for the next few weeks we're not going to have talk back today because i know that you want to get back outside and enjoy time with your friends and your family but we are going to provide amped for you it is fun and exciting Lindsay and her team they do a great job so check out amped this morning and i look forward to seeing you next week happy fourth of july weekend